we ready? You're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No, the universe. And what's up, everyone out there? We got a special guest coming our way. We got a hell of a show for you. We're going to have Tom McAmer on here, and he's going to discuss his group's event coming up. So all you bikers out there listening, you better get out there and see them. This is an awesome group, man. They do a lot of good stuff for the community. So let's welcome Tom onto the show. Hey, thank you very much. Awesome, man. How you doing? Doing great today, man. It's a beautiful day in Orlando. Oh, man, I'm jealous as hell. (laughs) (laughs) How how warm is it down there right now? Uh, Right now we're sitting at about 70. Oh, man, we're sitting here. You know what? It's actually a good day here in uh, northern Illinois. We're looking at... uh, 40 degrees, then we drop back down to the teens where you freeze your balls off. Wow. So you guys are lucky, man. That's you guys, why I came to Florida, man. <laughs> you guys getting ready for Daytona? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Rock and roll, man. We, uh, we're going we're gonna to put a... We've got a, a guy that works with us. Everybody might have heard of him. His name is Tim Chambers, mm-hmm. uh, the saluting Marine. Oh, and uh, we're going to have a booth out there with him. You know, he's, he's agreed to work with us, and i tell you what, if you haven't heard that guy's story, that is amazing. Tim Chambers is one amazing guy. Well, you're going to have to get him on the show, man. We'll get him out there. Uh, yeah, if he's an amazing guy, you say so. Let's get him on the Madhouse. But tell us a little bit about your group, man. Well, I'm the national president of the AMVETS Riders, and what we are is uh, we're a veteran service organization, and uh, we're a subgroup of the veterans organization and vet you know just like the american legion has the legion riders you know the vfw you know the vfw riders we're the AMVETS riders and i'm the national president so what we do is uh as soon as we heard that rolling thunder was discontinuing uh you know rolling thunder about a year and a half ago uh we decided we all had a committee meeting and decided you know what this is too important to to let go so we created a great big old think tank and you know put a bunch of things together and decided nope we're not going to let this die we're going to continue the tradition so well, you know what you, you bring have, up uh, you bring up rolling thunder what happened w- with that well i don't want to get into their group politics policies or anything like that but i think uh just from what i read it just became the price of it became overwhelming, and uh, I think there were other factors, you know, with the Pentagon police and stuff like that. But mm. you know, I don't, I didn't dive into exactly what happened to it, you know. But they had a great thirty-two year run, and we just couldn't let that, couldn't let that fade away. Right now, what now? You're you're along the lines of uh, trying to keep that uh, going, you know, in your own way. Am I correct? Right. Uh, we're going to basically continue to fish. We're not going to take anything away, you know, from what they've done. Uh, anybody that's been to Rolling Thunder in the past, you know, they know that 
you know, they, they can show up on Friday, and there's going to be a blessing of the bikes at the Na- National Cathedral. You know, and we're going to continue that. We're going to have a candlelight vigil at the Vietnam War Memorial that evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a stage set up at the uh, Lincoln Memorial. And we're going to have, you know, what you would expect at a demonstration. You know, we're going to have people talking about what's going on. And, you know, we, we want to continue the tradition of you know, making people aware, making Congress aware of the, the 81,000 that are still missing the prisoner of war missing in action. Right. You know, and it's not just the guys in Vietnam or World War II. You know, there's a lot of folks on boats, you know, mm-hmm. that came up missing. And, you know, we still need to, you know, keep looking for them and keep figuring out what happened there. Right. But right. what we've done is we've also wanted to include uh, suicide prevention. That's um, something that's really huge. big with us. Uh, that's huge I've been involved right with suicide. I'm sorry? That's huge right now. There just actually came a report out uh, the other day in mainstream media how bad it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's the numbers fluctuate between 20 and 22 a day, but, you know, in my eyes, one is too many. No, you're, you got that right. So we, we think that, you know, it's very important to us as an organization and to us as, uh, you know, veterans and you know, former service members, you know, we need to get the word out, you know. Mm-hmm. Tell your buddy, talk to somebody. We've got the HEAL program that the AMVET uh, puts on and teaches people how to talk to folks. Mm-hmm. When's the event? So then Sunday, the event's going to be over uh, Memorial, Memorial Weekend. That's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get my calendar out again. You think it would be ingrained in my head. <laughs> so May 24th is going to be the actual Rolling to Remember ride. Uh, that's where we stage in the Pentagon parking lot. Uh, staging is going to start about 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if anybody's been to it before, it's going to be pretty much the same. Uh, we got a lot of the same folks that you know, have run the parking lot in the past that are, have agreed to help us. You know, to get our feet off the ground on this. Right. So it's going to be a lot of the same then at 12 o'clock. Uh, we take off towards the uh, the Lincoln Memorial by way of the Capitol building and the White House. And we just let everybody know, you know, what we're there for, what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we'll have a stage set up at the Lincoln Memorial on the step. Uh, big speakers. We'll have people talking. You know, we're in the middle of talking to some pretty big folks right now that, you know, want to come do this want to come help us get the word out right right you need to get a hold of uh graham or Cruz, man see if they to get uh the trumpster out there talking for you guys <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be all <laughs> well you know with the way this country is so divided right now uh you know how do you guys uh think this is all going to go down well, our, our official positions, of course, I have my opinions. Everybody's got their own opinions. But as an organization, we don't put out opinions like that. Uh, you know, we try and stay, you know, neutral. We, we're political in the fact that, you know, we'll come get in somebody's face and say, hey, you need to look at this position. You know, why are we not spending more money at the VA to help suicide prevention? Mm-hmm. You know, why are we not doing this? We'll go to Congress and we'll stand there toe-to-toe with them on that. But as far as you know, standing up and endorsing somebody or anything like that. That's mm-hmm. just something that we don't do. 
Right. Well, I'm not talking about endorsing. I'm actually talking about getting people that are involved in uh, the cause. That has to be on your end, man. Oh, with, <laughs> oh, with the uh, the POWMIA. Yeah. You know, like uh, so I, you I, know, I know they're you know Cruz and Graham. They're behind that kind of stuff. But there's also on the other side, Kristen uh, Zinema that talks about it all the time. Right. Yeah, so, so far we've had a pretty good response from who you would expect to get a good response from. Mm. Uh, the ANZUS leadership went to Congress and walked the hallways and saw how many had POW flags outside of their office. If you remember, not too long ago, most of them had the POW flag right alongside their state flag and the American flag. Yeah, now they got so the, it the went down to about thirty flag. percent. <laughs> about thirty percent of them ended up uh, only about 30% had the flag. And with our leadership going in there and saying, hey, you know, this isn't right. So I think we're back up to a solid 70% of the members of Congress have the POW flag outside their office now. Right. So right. we've gotten pretty good support, you know, pretty good congressional support. Uh, we've talked to a few folks that are on board with this. You know, like I said, you know, we're trying to get a couple of them out there to talk with us. Well, that would be oh, awesome. Sorry, That's what they need to do is get out there and yeah. uh, support the cause. I'm gonna, uh, now, is this a whole weekend right. event? It's basically a weekend. It'll start Friday, and we'll wrap things up on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. So everybody can start heading back home on Monday. Now, how many people are you expecting uh, to be there? There's there? there. How many what? How many people are you expect in this first one around? Oh, I... I'm probably thinking half a million. Oh, that's pretty good, if we, man. If we can get the word out, yeah, if, if we can get the word out to these folks that have been loyal to coming to the event in the past years, we think they'll come back. Rock on, man. Awesome. That'd be awesome, man. Uh, you know, because the tradition does need to continue. Uh, Rolling Thunder was uh, near and dear to a lot of people. And when that ended, uh, oh, absolutely. a lot of people were surprised at that. Uh now, you got any entertainment going on? Well, we're talking to a few folks. Uh, you know, of course, we don't have a great big budget. You know, we can't bring in a $500,000 band or anything like that. Right. Uh, but we are talking to some nationally known folks that are, you know, pretty much willing to do it for a hotel room. Right. You know, so we just got to wrap up talking with them. And the, the thing with the demonstration permit, though, is you can't have music for any more than about 20 minutes per hour. <laughs> so that's what we're running into is we got to have 40 minutes of talking and then 20 minutes of uh, entertainment. Right, right. And you know, from what I understand, if you, if you go over that 20 minutes of entertainment, then it's no longer a demonstration permit. It becomes an entertainment permit, and you're responsible for about a half million dollars worth of overtime on folks. Holy cow. Yeah, the law enforcement. Yeah, because, you know, the federal law enforcement, uh, Pentagon police and all that, they're they're all involved in this, and they're all doing it on their overtime. Mm -hmm. So because it's a jurisdiction permit, you know, they, have, they come and do that. But as soon as we make it an entertainment venue, then we become responsible for a whole lot of overtime. Yeah, they got to make their way, uh, their money one way or another, don't they? 
So we're looking at uh, what's the dates again? Let's uh, let everybody know that. Is there a website? Yeah, there's a website, rollingtoremember.com. And it's got uh, preferred hotels on there. It's got the dates. It's got the uh, itineraries on there. It's got contacts. If you've got questions, if you want to volunteer, it's got links on there. Mm -hmm. uh, believe it or not, we've had a really good, <coughs> a really good bunch of folks um, already volunteering to work the parking lot. Because we already know it's going to take a couple hundred people to help park motorcycles. Rock so, on. There's a there's a, a button to volunteer. There's a donation button, and uh, everything everything that's donated will go to the Anda Service Foundation, and that's how the all these service organizations survive. Is we have a five hundred one c three service foundation mm -hmm. that the money comes in, and then that's how we pay out. Right. Okay. You know, we're gonna have to pay. I forget how much it is for like Long John, but you know some some of the improvements that we want to do this year are. Uh, I don't know how many people are aware, but there were like 115 decats last year in the parking lot. And uh, so what we're doing is with the uh, with the CMA, they're they're bringing out water buffaloes, you know, to help keep help keep everybody hydrated. We're putting a tent. We're going to put big banners, like those little flyaway banners that you see on the side of the road that you know say water, so water stations will be easily identifiable. Uh, some things that we're suggesting to folks is put a little foldable umbrella in your saddlebag. Right. Yeah, so that way when you're sitting there, you're not just cooking, cooking in the heat for six hours. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Motorcycle Madhouse and Insane Throttle, what we'll do is you uh, cut us a commercial, man. We'll run it on all our shows uh, until that time. That way we get the word out for you guys. Awesome. Get me a banner. We'll get it on our main sites, and uh, we'll reach a lot of people for you. That way we can uh, support this uh, cause. Uh, but anything else that our uh, listeners should uh, know about? I don't know. It, you know, it's just it's a patriotic thing to do. Uh, you have to come let our leadership know exactly where we stand on these issues. You know, you're not going down there to party. You know, although I'm sure at the hotels, you know, there'd be some, you know, fun and inviting going on. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're there for a reason. We're there to bring awareness to the POW MIA and to suicide prevention. Rock on, man. You got that right. Well, you know, we wish you luck on that, and we're going to be uh, staying in touch with you, making sure we get the, the word out. Uh, this is an awesome... Uh, cause man it really is and uh hopefully it gets uh as big as the thunder did and hopefully uh your first time around you'll get some big numbers oh that'd be awesome rock, that'd be awesome rock and roll you know, man. It's, it's not about us it's not about us it's about continuing the condition that it is well you know we appreciate having you on the show and uh we look forward to working with you and getting the word out for you and everybody you need to get out there and get your asses out to washington uh dc and uh make these uh people recognize that we do have missing people still and this is a hell of a event but uh thanks for being on time really appreciate it from the amvet riders Ladies and gentlemen, here it is.
Yes. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Hollywood's Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms. Pagans, Mongols out in Australia and also up in South Dakota, they're trying to annex the Jack Pine Gypsy in the Sturges, the property they own up there. But uh, anyway, first let's start out on some uh, housekeeping, if you will. It seems like the haters have come out on that bandito story, especially after I went through the, you know, the the prime suspect, if you will. Next thing you know, everybody comes back. Hey, 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 hey. What are you change your mind? Why are you doing that? You put it on black. Get out of here. Go back and look what was said in them videos, them segments. I said, I hope it wasn't the case. And right now, I don't believe that suspect was involved with the banditos, but I don't know the whole story. When I do stuff, I present both sides of the argument. I give the one side presenting the argument, then I try to do the other side the best that I can, especially when people don't put out their case, then we gotta go into op-ed mode, and everybody has opinions, but they're like assholes, everybody has one, so for those haters, this is what I have to say. You ought to go try to find a brain cell, and find a cheap one, because you ain't got no trade in. <laughs> You got no trade-in on them brain cells, man. It's funny. They always come out, well, you know, you didn't say this or you say that on the street, blah, blah, blah. Dude, get off of it already. Jesus with that. You know, stop with the keyboard warrior stuff and all that bullshit. It gets tiring and you look stupid, especially when you make names that... Nobody knows who you are. And then, you know what? It's mostly supporters that do it. I got to admit, it's the supporters. They're the Dean Bats. And, it, you know, if you don't like how the news is presented, then go to another freaking page. What do you want me to tell you? Jesus. And sometimes, you know, you think to yourself, this is the reason, exact same reason why when we did that poll, only 30% of people supported clubs. But I don't think the clubs are the problem. I think it's the supporters that are the problem that turn people off. Me, you know, I'm in this business. You know, I have to have the thick skin, so I take all the dumb crap. But when you think about independence on the street and they hear this kind of stuff, it's no wonder they get pissed off because you get a lot of these keyboard warriors who, you know, want to act so damn tough. It's funny, most of them, and I've run into a lot of this stuff on the street. It's like, really, dude, who the hell are you fooling? You got a support shirt on, so? That means what to me? That means nothing to me, actually. But they want to puff up their chest. 
but most of the time they buy it on the internet. Anyway, you know, go over, you know, I actually did an article on these supporters over on bikerlifestylemagazine.com where I talk about there is a problem with clubs selling support wear on the internet and I wove it into that story on this guy. Man, he was he was trying to do his mom. Jesus, you know, then he blamed her for having a wire and blah, blah, blah. So I can't believe the Ditos would have let this guy in. But at the same time, on that part of the story, there's over 200 individuals right now being interviewed that has connections to the club. So that is worrying. But we'll see how it plays out. Hey, you know, we're going to give you the news as it comes out. So... That's just the way it is. But let's go into uh, some of these other stories that are happening in the scene right now. Hey, we have been covering this story. Actually, it's out of the ObserverReporter.com from Barbara Miller. Uh, the jury selection in that pagan trial is beginning. For those that do not know what I'm talking about when it comes to that trial, this is out on the East Coast. This has to do with uh, some wolf packing on a Sutar soldier, and uh, it seems unfortunately, but you know, not surprising. One of the members of the pagans is cooperating with the government, so are several non members who are charged with having been involved. Now, let's get back to the freaking keyboard warriors. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, why are you calling out a club? Why, you know, why this? Why that? Well, you know, for one, it's news. And for two, this always happens. Always. I can call it. Because I've been doing this a long time. I've seen it happen a lot. Something like this goes down. There's always one that's going to jump ship. And what I find hypocritical is this. It's all right to go around, and I'm not saying this is all clubs, guys, so don't go out there and get all your peckers hard and, more, you know, start all the BS again. But they run around all hard, and next thing you know, something goes down, and at least one or two are running to the government working with the cops. How, what does that say? Really, what does that say and what does that portray but hypocrisy? You know, it's all fine and dandy. You know, there's the old saying, uh, everybody wants to be an outlaw until it's time to do outlaw stuff. Well, perfect example. You know, that crap that happened down in uh, Florida where they played uh, Sons of Anarchy. They were all ratting on each other and they were supposed to be brothers. Now you got this going on. You got so many incidences of so-called brothers turning on each other. That right there, and that you know, you get these haters. They think clubs are gods. You know, clubs were awesome. I loved my time in a club, but you know what? That ain't me anymore. And again, I like putting out both sides. So that's the way I run my program. If one day, uh, let's see here, something comes out, I'll give my opinion on that. If more information comes out, I'll revise my opinion towards that. That ain't changing my mind. That's just keeping up with times, you dingbat. <laughs> it really is. So getting back to this, the jury selection in the trial's beginning 
Uh, it began uh, Monday in Washington County Court in the trial of two members of the Pagans Motorcycle Club who are accused of attempted homicide in the beating of a former club member last year. Now, I do know there was others that took deals and sentences and all that good stuff so you didn't have to go to trial on it. Uh, Additional summonses were mailed to ensure a large pool of potential jurors. Judge John DeSaley is presiding at the trial of Joseph Alinsky uh, and Matthew Vasquez. Troy Harris, 54, was injured the night of April 18th inside the Slavic Club. Harris was a formerly a pagan but left at some point and joined the offshoot Sutar Soldiers Motorcycle Club. Uh, for those that don't know the Sutar Soldier, a lot of them, you know, a lot of people try to claim it's a pop-up club. It ain't a pop-up club. Okay, the guy running at it is the ex-national president of the Pagans, uh, Rooster Katana. He was actually involved in that Long Island thing uh, where, you know, that tattoo convention, whatever it was back in the day, and, you know, TCB up there. And a lot of these other ones, because Rooster was ratted on by some in the, the Pagans, decided to leave. He wasn't putting up with that type of stuff. It actually has a chapter in my book, uh, New Age and Biking and Brotherhood, you to get on Amazon about how a lot of that stuff went down, what he's about. But a lot of these soldiers uh, in that club are ex-pagans. Not a pop-up club, man. <laughs> it really ain't. You know, and that's what I find funny is a lot of people, especially the hardcore club members and their supporters... They always want to put across that the clubs are never wrong. They don't do nothing wrong. And I'm one who understands that, yes, there is profiling, but everybody has a hand in what's going on. You know, the clubs are not almighty. They're not all freaking clean. And to say otherwise would be lying. Get that straight, you damn dummies. You ought to go try to find a brain cell. Yeah, go find a brain cell, man. Shit. Anyway, uh, the victim was unconscious when he was hospitalized at Allegheny General in Pittsburgh. He spent several months as a patient and in various other care facilities using a cane and undergoing speech therapy because the extent of his industries. One member of the Pagan, like I said, is cooperating with the government, so are other several non-members who are charged. And the process is going to continue on Monday. This is, uh, let's see here, when was this one? February 4th, it came out again. This is from Barbara Miller. Now, let's go into this one real quick. And we're going to actually play the sound bite on this because it's very interesting. Jack Pine Gypsies Motorcycle Club, who started in Sturgis before the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. You're damn right. The Jack Pine Gypsies have played a key role in the history of what's become one of the biggest motorcycle rallies in the world. At tonight's city council meeting in Sturgis, city manager Daniel Ainsley laid out five reasons why the Jack Pine Gypsies property could be annexed by the city. Ah, the sheer tax burden. Consider the approval of the annexation and no formal annexation is taken place. The Jack Pine Gypsies had representatives at the meeting and the organization has strong feelings on the measure. They're concerned about the potential for increased taxes and regulations if the historic property is annexed to the city. 
we are completely against annexation. We look at this as a live or die type of thing. So we basically are calling out to anybody in the motorcycle community to come to, to our defense. Um, if this goes through, basically it will be the death of the Jack Pine Gypsies. The Jack Pine Gypsy Motorcycle Club was formed back in the 1930s. The council did approve considering the... Yeah, all about money. And how much does freaking Sturges make? Hey, everybody give Sturges a freaking hell, man. Get on uh, the internet. Get on the phone lines. Let's help the Jack Pine Gypsy because they are storied. That is, uh, you know, unfreaking real. And that is the problem. And that's one thing I always tell bikers. Why are you going to these big rallies to support these cities, these towns? They don't care about you. They just want your money. This right here, this story proves the point. Sturgis makes how much money each year? And they're going after the Jack Bind Gypsies uh, land to annex them into the city so they can make more money on property taxes. Stop supporting these big rallies. If you're truly into the lifestyle, you love the lifestyle, why the hell are you going to throw your support to these kind of people, man? Unfreaking real. Unreal. Anyway, let's go over to Australia because I know I got a lot of our Australia people watching here. Uh, it says, well, let me get to it here. Feared Mongols bikey gang sets up in Christchurch chapter by Blair Anson and Sam Sherwood. A notorious international bikey gang. Actually, it's a biker uh, club, but oh, I better say that because they'll come after me and say, eh, whatever, you freaking haters. Uh, anyway, involved in the recent North Island shooting appears to have expanded into South Island. Mongols MC members, including National President Jim Thacker, rode to Christchurch about 10 days ago when it is believed... The gang patched up former members of the Hells Angels and established a chapter in the city. <laughs> Don't ask me. Australia's a lot different than the United States. Th that right there is surprising. The Mongols who patched uh, despicks Genghis Khan on a motorcycle was founded in the United States 50 years ago and described itself as the baddest and fastest growing club in the world. The first New England or New Zealand chapter of the gang was set up in the Bay of Pl uh, Plenty last year, creating tensions among rivals. Hmm. Wow. Okay. The attack uh, was thought to be in response to the arson of the Mongols Link Barber uh, Shop, uh, a former president of the Banditos chapter in Queensland is among hundreds of hardened criminals known as 501s deported to New Zealand since 2014 changes to immigration law. So it looks like you guys got a new chapter of the Mongols out to you by you guys over in Christchurch. And that is your biker news for this segment. What do you guys think of Sturges, man? That freaking story right there has me pissed. You know, what else? You know, the Sturges want your blood and you're going up there so that they make more money on that. They make tons of money up there. And they put so much regulation on that rally. I don't know why anybody goes there, personally. The riding I heard is beautiful. But stay outside of Sturges, man. Get away from it. And you know what? Go to the little other towns and, you know, have them make money. I don't know. 
But they are some greedy bastards, man. They remind me of the city of Chicago where they want everything but the air you breathe. Unfreaking real. Uh, don't ask no questions from me about this thing in Australia. If you see, because uh, we get a lot of uh, members of uh, our channel that are from Australia, ask them about it because I do not know the culture over there. All I know is it's a lot different than here in the United States. Really is. Also, uh, concerning the pagan story, uh, think about a little bit about what I said, man. Uh, and think from outside the box on this from a citizen or an independent, uh, actually an independent uh, way of thinking about it. You know, you can't have people going around trying to push people around, bullying, whatever word you call. And then next thing you know, you got people, you know, running to the cops. So... Anyway, that is our show today. Uh, don't forget to go over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com where you get different episodes that you wouldn't see here on the YouTube channel. And don't forget Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. I'll talk to you guys later. You have a good one.